in 2017, I spent a lot of time in person on social media, over coffee, at cigar bars, uh, giving folks my opinion on Bitcoin. Because if we were in a mania at that time, if for those of you who don't remember, you couldn't, uh, maybe it was just me because I'm, I'm in the investment business, but I couldn't go a day without at least two or three people asking me, what are my thoughts on Bitcoin? And to give you context in my head, I have a Rolodex of history of different time periods, uh, different economic environments uh, to, to spot patterns because the same things basically happen over and over and over again. And I, I call the Bitcoin mania the railroad principle, right? And what's that? It's basically when you have a new industry and lots of excitement, it's oftentimes something you don't want to invest in. And really every time in history that I looked at, it's nothing that you want to invest in. So when, for example, when the railroads first came out and were built in America, everybody wanted to buy the stocks of the railroad companies because um, it was new, innovative, going to change the future, change how we do business. Problem was it was too new. Everybody was rushing into it and it was in a mania. I want everybody want to invest in it and you should have just waited down the road um, for prices to get better and not invest in a mania because uh, a lot of folks who invested lost a bunch of money. Uh, very similar to tech stocks in 1999, also to the gold rush in the 1840s, also tulip mania in, in, in uh, the, basically the Netherlands in the 1600s or whenever that was, right? So these manias happen over and over and over again. You get something new. You get a mania. People lose their their shirts. Um, they invest at whatever prices, um, and that's a time where you know, hey, look, I, it's hard to know where to invest. That's going to provide you the best return, you know, over the near future. But it's not hard to spot where not to invest, and it's where it's something new, where there's a lot of mania. People are ignoring prices and just investing because their friends made a lot of money last couple of months doing it. And that was the environment that we were in, in in 2017. I think a lot of folks thought that I was, you know, not a fan of uh, the technology of blockchain or cryptocurrency. And I would tell them it's not that. Like, I definitely agree it's the way of the future. I definitely agree when you have governments irresponsibly printing money all over the world that that system couldn't last forever. Uh, and that also the bene- benefits of um, moving money around the Internet easily um was also great and the other applications of lowering a lot of the transaction costs that are uh, embedded in the system um was it was a positive and you can't stop progress so i agree with that it was just price right i don't you know i don't care how good a company is if it's if you can't buy it at a good price um then it doesn't you know it doesn't doesn't it's not a good investment maybe a great company it's not a good investment this doesn't sound like a great technology wasn't a good price to buy. Definitely, again, with the environment that we were in. So, so what changed, right? Why did I end up buying a Bitcoin ETF um, last week? Well, I've been getting real bullish. Actually, I've been bullish in, on gold and silver for the last month. Um, and, and the reason being is going back to history and looking at the world. When you have a situation where global uh, growth is slowing, you have lots of debt in the system you have central banks printing money, um, then typically you've had a period of time where gold, silver, other alternative currencies, precious metals, commodities um, have done have done well, right? And if you go back to 2017, the, the, the central banks 
or at least the U.S., which has the most influence over, um, you know, the world's the, the cost of money. Uh, they were tightening, meaning they were pulling money out of the system. They were, which means they're being relatively responsible, right? And um, and growth was still at the time seemed relatively strong. Um, so fast forward today, that's changed. So I got um, and I got bullish on um, precious metals. So I was like, hey, let's check out you know Bitcoin, what it's doing. And I ran it through my technical analysis system, which basically is a you can look at tech, technical analysis on Investopedia to give you the background on it. But it basically allows me to see, hey, what's what is trending strong? What, what has a lot of strong momentum? Or, or, or meaning, like you know, what's um, what what asset classes are have been relatively strong in 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 the in the near past is a somewhat of a simple way to explain it, but it's, I'm I'm not fully explaining it. Check out Investopedia, but my technical analysis system uh, picked up Bitcoin and said, "Hey, it's a it's a good buy." So meaning my fundamentals um, were saying, "Hey, let's look at alternative currencies." And then my technicals picked it up, so it had value and it was moving strong. And I was like, you know, I'm going to add a little bit of chunk of this to my to my portfolio because now it makes sense. It's, it it dropped it dropped 80 90 percent from its from its high already. Um, it's not there now, but it made that drop. Which typically you look at tech stocks and look at it took them a while to drop 80 90 percent from from their historic high or his, hysteric high. And then, um, you know, once it dropped that, it, it got pretty good. And you go back to, again, what I was talking about, the railroad principles, those other asset classes that, that had a lot of craziness in them. A lot of them dropped 70, 80, 90% and then became attractive asset classes. So same thing happened with Bitcoin in a shorter period of time. Um, and then you had the other fundamentals, technical action. And I was like, hey, it looks like it's, it's time to buy, especially because there was like a Bitcoin future um, futures now and Bitcoin ETF, that was a more mainstream way to buy it and, you know, more legit, more, you know, legal, more clarity around it. Uh, you have a general acceptance around it, um, from the business community. And so I was like, Hey, look, looks like a cool deal. Now this is for, for my personal account, not for clients, cause this is a very, you know, volatile, uh, up and down asset class, you know, but, uh, it made it into my portfolio because of my technical analysis, picked it up and the other fundamentals. So um, that's how I ended up owning a Bitcoin ETF, um, which is a you know fund that owns Bitcoin. This is, I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management. Uh, this information is for educational purposes and not meant to be considered personal investment advice. It's not considered to be a solicitation for uh, specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investment involves risk. No investment is guaranteed unless so stated. Individuals listening to this podcast speak with a qualified investment professional tax advisor before, any, before acting on any information contained in this podcast. Y'all enjoy your day.